Good morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome. It's so nice to see you all here today on this eleventh uh, Sunday of Pentecost. And today we hear in the Gospel Jesus gets in trouble again for healing someone on the Sabbath. Uh, he just won't stop, will he? Anyway, more on that in today's lesson. Any visitors with us for the first or second time this morning? Visitors? No. Okay. All right, well, if you are here, we welcome you, but I don't, okay. Remember that next Sunday, the 28th, we'll have only one service, and that'll be at 10 o'clock, followed by an ice cream social, okay? And also on that day, we will have a, a guest that will be doing the preaching, I'll be here, but Pastor David Sloop, who's the head of the Lifeline in uh, the Synod, which raises money for pastors and deacons that are in some programs uh, for their tuition and life expenses while they're going through seminary. So it's a very worthwhile cause. So he's going to talk to you about that as well as preach the gospel on next Sunday. So that'll be at 10 o'clock. Remind you all that fellowship uh, follows service and we in everyone is invited for fellowship and we have fellowship available for second service too. So don't feel that you, that, you that you can't eat something because we need it for second service. You can eat as much as you want. Today at 1 o'clock, we will have a funeral service, a celebration of life for Sean Kelly, Deborah Kelly's son, who's a member, and uh, that will be at 1 o'clock today. My family is visiting this weekend. I'm so ha happy that my oldest son is here with his wife and my three grandchildren, and one of the three grandchildren is only 10 months old. I had baptized her a couple of weeks ago, and if you remember when I was out of town, I went to baptize her. And then something happened. She forgot about who I was. <laughs> she doesn't even remember me. Every time I go near her, she cries. So I'm gonna re-baptize her again today and see if I can get that out of her. <laughs> <coughs> The Via de Cristo is having a get-together on Friday, August 26th. There's more about information about that in the bulletin. And this is a, a potluck supper at 5, 5.30 to 8, potluck supper here at the church. And if you're a member of the church council, they'll be meeting after service this morning. With that said, let's prepare our hearts for service.
in quietness and trust when the oceans rise and thunders roar i will soar with you Please rise if you are able and turn towards the baptismal font where you began your life as a Christian. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins as a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated.
do that again. You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My debt to pay from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on high. Thank you, Joyce. Woohoo! I see that. Okay, good job. were the word in the beginning one with God the Lord most high your hidden glory in creation now revealed in you our Christ what a beautiful name it is what a beautiful name compares to this what a beautiful name it is the name of Jesus thank you Jesus you didn't want heaven without us so Jesus you
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for the peace from above and for our salvation. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for this holy house and for all <coughs> who offer here their worship and praise. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. You alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Let us pray together. O oh God, mighty and immortal, you know that as fragile creatures surrounded by great dangers, we cannot by ourselves stand upright. Give us strength of mind and body so that even when we suffer because of human sin, we may rise victorious through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The first lesson today is found in Isaiah chapter 58. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness and your gloom be like the noonday. The Lord will, continue, will guide you continually and satisfy your needs in parched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters never fail. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to live in. If you refrain from trampling the Sabbath, 
from pursuing your own interests on my holy day. If you call the Sabbath a delight and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it not going your own ways, serving your own interests, or pursuing your own affairs, then you shall take delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride upon the heights of the earth. I will feed you with the heritage of your ancestor Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The word of the Lord. Our second reading is from Hebrews chapter 12. You have not come to something that can be touched, a blazing fire and darkness and gloom and a tempest and the sound of a trumpet and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that not another word be spoken to them. For they could not endure the order that was given. If even an animal touches the mountain, it shall be stoned to death. Indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of a new covenant, into the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See that you do not refuse the one who is speaking, for if they did not escape when they refused the one who warned them on earth, how much less will we escape if we reject the one who warns from heaven? At that time his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of what is shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us give thanks, by which we offer to God an acceptable worship with reverence and awe. For indeed, our God is a consuming fire. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and just then there appeared a woman with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, <clears throat> you are set free from your ailment. When he laid his hands on her, immediately she stood up straight and began praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, kept saying to the crowd, there are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured 
and not on the Sabbath. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to water? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound for 18 long years, be set free from this bondage on the Sabbath day? When he said this, all his opponents were put to shame, and the entire crowd was rejoicing at the wonderful things that he was doing. The Gospel of the Lord. Be seated. And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 long years, be set free from this bondage on the Sabbath day? Grace, peace, and love from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Do you remember when Sundays were Sundays? I recall that time in my life, I'm sure you all do. And so did my fellow Bible in a Biscuit men on Tuesday morning. We all had a good laugh and maybe a little tear over remembering what Sundays were like when we were kids, you know, before the Civil War. <laughs> but truly, my friends, you remember what Sundays were like. What did we do? We went to church. There were no little league games, no soccer games. There were no stores that were open. There were blue laws about selling liquor. We had Sunday meals where the whole family came together. Sounds familiar? I can't exactly tell you when that all changed, but it did. Our culture seemed to have changed. And once the genie is out of the bottle, guess what? Doesn't want to go back in. So here we are, and no matter what I say or do, church attendance would probably not go back to what it was. Our old attitudes about Sunday are gone for the most part. So how do we come to terms with Jesus and his healing on the Sabbath? What's our point of reference? So let's break it down and start with Genesis. Genesis chapter 2 we're to, we're, which talks about after creation, just after creation is over, and I'm going to read it to you. Thus the heavens and earth were finished and all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all work that he had done in creation. So two things. The seventh day, God had rested. Quite appropriately, the word Sabbath comes from Hebrew, and it means no work. However, did it say in Genesis that we should do the same? You didn't hear that, did you? Heard that God rested. You didn't hear that you should do that. I mean, God is very explicit in Genesis he said, do not eat of that tree. Very direct. 
does not say you should keep the Sabbath day holy as well. There was no command at this point. The Sabbath was the day that the Lord rested. We're not part of it. And if God wanted us to observe the Sabbath as described in Genesis, wouldn't Jesus, God himself, wouldn't Jesus, the Son of the Most High, obey? I would think so. Nevertheless, we know that the Sabbath, eventually we must have meant more to God than it is where we see the Sabbath. So we see the Sabbath now coming to us in Deuteronomy. Now here is where it comes to us. Moses is giving the Ten Commandments, and this is one of them. Observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy. It's talking about us. As the Lord commanded you, six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh is the Sabbath to the Lord your God, and you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter or your male or female slave or your ox or your donkey or any of your livestock or the resident aliens in your towns, so that your male and female slave may rest as well as you. Very explicit, commanding to us to keep holy the Sabbath. But here's the most important part of Deuteronomy, just continuing at the same reading. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Now, now you have it. There are differences between the Sabbath observance that God does in Genesis and the observance that is the law in Deuteronomy. And that is the environment that Jesus finds himself in. He knows the scriptures. He knows the law. And in fact, he quotes a passage from the Mishnah, the oral tradition of the Jewish law, the Mishnah. Jesus quotes from it directly when he says to the Pharisees, and this comes directly from the Mishnah, it allowed a person to untie and water his farm animals on the Sabbath. So a condition is built into the Jewish tradition to allow the people to do some things on the Sabbath, some helpful and important things on the Sabbath. But there is a deeper message, and this is the message I want to bring to you today, that is found in Deuteronomy, in the law, that we often gloss over, and it becomes the crux of this story. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, keep holy the Sabbath. That is the heart of the law. The Sabbath celebrates freedom. Freedom. The Sabbath celebrates freedom from bondage, a freedom that only God can give, a freedom that is gifted and it is that freedom that is celebrated or should be celebrated on the Sabbath. Jesus should not be encumbered from giving some animals freedom or justice on the Sabbath. The woman was a prisoner of her body. She was held captive. She was not free. She was held captive. She was 
held in a crooked body by Satan, by sickness, by palsy, by something that made her a prisoner for 18 long years. Jesus sees this. So Jesus did what his father did for the Jews. He raised a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and said, Woman, you are set free. And that's the Sabbath. The poor Pharisees, when they saw what happened, they could only go back to the law. There was no acknowledgement by them, just the legal words bereft of grace. They said, there are six days in which work ought to be done. Come on those days to be cured. Mm. How restrictive. How unfree. It seems ridiculous. There is no freedom in the Pharisees' words. No grace. Only the law. Only the antithesis of Jesus. But if truth be told, the Jewish Sabbath was a way of thinking that earned me 25 cents when I was a kid from a Jewish lady in my neighborhood who gave me a quarter to light her stove on the Sabbath. Still observed in some fashion among observant Jews. But let's zoom ahead to today and examine what should or could happen on the Sabbath. Brothers and sisters, Think of and be thankful for your freedom. That we are not at war or under the thumb of a dictator. Give thanks on the Sabbath for that. We have good health care and the freedom of availability in most neighborhoods. Give thanks to the Sabbath for that. Think of and give thanks for our friends and family who freely raise us up and love us and are there for us, give thanks for the Sabbath on that. Give thanks for businesses that close on the Sabbath and forego millions of dollars of profit. Give thanks that you support your church. I am so thankful for that. There are many freedoms where God raised his hand and an outstretched arm. We know what they are for us personally, but take a moment on Sunday to reflect and give thanks. If you want to do it in church, great. But anywhere is fine, even at the ball game, even in the store, thank God. Thank God for what we have. That's keeping the Sabbath holy. My brothers and sisters, old-fashioned Sundays, you know, when Sundays were Sundays, are not coming back. Nor do we need them to commemorate Genesis. We need them to remember to be free and to be just in a world that's crippled. Praise freedom. Praise God. Because God loves you, and so do I. my heart.
And if you're able, let us confess our faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets, we believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. 
we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life for the world to come. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. For your church. God of grace, hear our prayer. For the earth. God of grace, hear our prayer. For those who are in need of food, shelter, and a safe environment. God of grace, hear our prayer. For the sick, especially Susan Bayman, Janice Daly, Gay Green, Alberta Holden, Paul Letts, Mary Lou Schofield, Lisa Strong, Bill Sutton, Ron Wagner, Leo Schusler, Kathy Lear, John Daly, Nancy McKean, Paige Stadnick, Nancy Thompson, and those on our lips and in our hearts. God of grace, we praise you for those saints who have gone before us. God of grace, hear our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all of our prayers to you in confidence and faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Share with each, with each other a sign of Christ's peace. Peace be with you. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right our duty and our joy that we should at all times and at all places give thanks and praise to you. Almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us <coughs> the way of everlasting life. 
And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy. Most holy and great is the majesty of your glory. You so love the world that you gave your only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. We give you thanks for his coming into the world to fulfill for us your holy will and to accomplish all things for our salvation. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again after supper he took the cup and gave thanks and praise and gave it for all to drink saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And just to remind you, both sides can come up for communion at the same time and go to the rail and you'll get your communion at the rail, okay?
Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Life-giving God, through this meal you have bandaged our wounds and fed us with your mercy. Now send us forth to live for others, both friend and stranger, that all may come to know your love. This we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever.
is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then who could stand against? Absolutely nothing. Then what could stand against? Our God is greater. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God, one more time. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. 